Hello, today's devotion is based on 1 Samuel chapter 14, verses 1 to 23. One day, Jonathan, son of Saul, said to his young armor bearer, Come, let's go over to the Philistine outpost on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Saul was staying on the outskirts of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree in Megron. With him were about 600 men, among whom was Ahijah who was wearing an ephod. He was the son of Ichabod's brother Ahitub, son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the, son, the Lord's priest in Shiloh. No one was aware that Jonathan had left. On each side of the pass that Jonathan intended to cross to reach the Philistine outpost was a cliff. One was called Bozes and the other Sene. One cliff stood to the north toward Mikmash, the other to the south toward Geba. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, Come, let's go over to the outposts of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act in our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few do all that you have in mind his armor bearer said go ahead i am with you heart and soul jonathan said come on then we will cross over toward them and let them see us if they say to us wait there until we come to you we will stay where we are and not go up to them but if they say come up to us we will climb up beside that will be our sign that the Lord has given them into our hands. So both of them showed themselves to the Philistine outpost. Look, said the Philistines, the Hebrews are crawling out of the holes they were hiding in. The men of the outpost shouted to Jonathan and his armor bearer, Come up to us and we'll teach you a lesson. So Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Climb up after me, the Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Jonathan climbed up using his hands and feet with his armor bearer right behind him. The Philistines fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer followed and killed behind him. In that first attack, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed some 20 men in an area of about half an acre. Then panic struck the whole army, those in the camp and field and those in the outposts and raiding parties, and the ground shook. It was a panic sent by God. Saul's lookouts at Gibeah and Benjamin saw the army melting away in all directions. Then Saul said to the men who were with him, Muster the forces and see who has left this. When they did, it was Jonathan and his armor bearer who were not there. Saul said to Ahijah, Bring the ark of God. At that time it was with the Israelites. While Saul was talking to the priest, the tumult in the Philistine camp increased more and more. So Saul said to the priest, Withdraw your hand. Then Saul and all his men assembled and went to the battle. They found the Philistines in total confusion, striking each other with their swords. Those Hebrews who had previously been with these Philistines had and had gone up with them to their camp went over to the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. When all the Israelites who had hidden in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines were to on the run, they joined the battle in hot pursuit. So on that day, the Lord saved Israel and the battle moved on beyond Beth-Avon. Here ends the Bible reading. 
the Lord delivered Israel that day. Lord, help us learn from your graciousness. Jonathan's exploit. This opening section seems quite unimportant, but insignificant exploits taken by those who trust in God bring great results. How may we have the courage of Jonathan? The terrain is described in detail. Jonathan did not tell his father his intention to go into the Philistine camp. In contrast to Jonathan, the bold, brave king was simply sitting under a pomegranate tree. Saul and the priest with the effort sat back while Jonathan bravely trusted God. Panic in the Philistine camp Jonathan believed that God's victory is possible with even a few. This should be emulated. Moreover, he trusted in a sign. He wanted to assist that the Lord had given the Philistines into their hands with a sign. Jonathan did not want to proceed without the Lord's affirmation. Another point to be noted is that Jonathan considered the uncircumcised to be rooted. Later, David, in facing Goliath, also claims God's victory over the uncircumcised. In verse 12, Jonathan claims that the Lord has given the Philistines into the hands of Israel. How can we claim glory, victory for the Lord, not claiming glory for ourselves? Verse 15 lists four aspects that are dramatic, panic, raiders trembling, earthquaking, and great panic. How can we see such terrific results when God fights for us? The Lord's Deliverance Verse 16, the Philistines were running here and there. Verse 19, the tumult in the Philistine camp was increasing. Verse 20, every man's sword was against the fellow men in the Philistine camp and there was great confusion. The clinching statement in verse 23, so the Lord delivered Israel that day. Lord, help us recognize that nothing can hinder you from saving us. Lord, also help us attribute victory to you and to you alone. Amen.